As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is the final hour on this Wednesday. Morale is high. We have a snow cone machine. We also have a hot dog machine. We had taquitas. We had spring rolls. We got sausages. We've got everything. No. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. These guys complained, and uh, I acquiesced. And they, uh, they wanted a popcorn machine, and I said, no, not yet. You have to show me that you can clean up after yourself. And uh, the negotiations continue. But uh, Picture Day Ray is doing a wonderful job serving up hot dogs, spring rolls, taquitas, and whatever else you can put on. So the hot dog machine we have is like when you go into 7-Eleven, where they're just rotating there. And they've been there all day, of course, at Mm. 7-Eleven. Maybe we'll do sushi as well, because that seems like... Who's had convenience store sushi before? Anybody here? Anybody want to admit that they've had convenience store sushi? No? Okay. Mm. All right. Nobody. Nobody. Mm-mm. In college, I had those uh, burritos that you'd heat in the building. Like sure. They would have the microwave and they'd heat it. And it was just it was scalding hot on the outside and icy on the inside and horrible, but, but great. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a time and place for everything. Where you go, I'd never eat that during the day, but, you know, one thirty at night, yeah, that's going to taste great. Yes, Marvin? I have a suggestion. How much does it cost to put in gas station pumps? So you think that's the next thing that we have a gas station pump and uh, lottery tickets as well? Correct. And we have separate lines because there's nothing worse than you just wanted to put $20 on pump number three. <laughs> and then somebody like, you know what? I'm going to play the fast money. Okay. Uh, can I have? Oh, man. I, I don't buy lottery tickets, but I have gone in to purchase something, and somebody in front of me is buying lottery tickets. And when they take out, like, a notebook or a piece of paper, and then all of a sudden they're going through the whole thing, and I realize I'm going to be there for five minutes, then I just pack up and I go, 
I just say, no, nah, I'll go to some other convenience store. Uh, yeah, I'd like, uh, you know, box this and whatever. You know, the terminology, it's almost like um, you're listening to a draft analyst when they're coming up with these terms with uh, everything you can do with a lottery. Yes, Todd. Or at the supermarket, there's like always usually an older person writing with a check, making it out to stop and shop or something like that, or paying in coins or looking for their coupons, and you're there all day. I don't know what the uh, reviews are yet. Todd had a tribute song to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Very mixed. Very, very... Mostly, please make it stop. Okay. Yes, Eden. A lot of people are wondering if we're sabotaging Todd by not allowing him to hear the music underneath him, which I. I don't know, Todd, if you can confirm that you can, in fact, hear the music that you're singing to. <laughs> I heard all of it. It's yeah. just me being off-key. Okay. Terribly. Yeah. You're Francis Scott off-key. Like, guys, can't you at least let him hear the music so he sounds like he's... Mm. <laughs> but he blows through the stop sign. Yeah, I went too fast again. Yes, Pauline. I, I want to be very fair. I thought Todd's writing was good. Very good, actually. Okay. I thought the delivery and imitation of Scott's dad was pretty good. Mm. And his presentation was so far off that it made it fantastic. Mm. Like, it was so far off. Okay. And he said he was trying to do his best, which yeah. makes it even funnier. Of course. Yeah, the tribute song to the Arizona Diamondbacks that nobody asked for, set to the tune of Creed's Higher, as Todd did as Scott. they'll play that game three in, I uh, think in the so. desert? Would I think be... there's a chance. I think there's a chance they might play that during the seventh inning stretch. Um, the history, the tradition, the spectacle, the excitement, the passion, the drama... It's Notre Dame football, Saturday at 3.30 Eastern on NBC. Peacock, as they welcome in Pitt, the Pitt Panthers. All right, uh, poll question for the final hour. Uh, got an update on the Michigan cheating scandal. Victor Wambayama tonight makes his debut against the Mavs, and the over-under is 17.5 points for Victor Wambayama. Uh, what do we have? And Jason McCourty from NFL Network will join us coming up here in a little bit. All right, Seton. Dan, right now, who you got? Rangers, Diamondbacks. Rangers are absolutely running away with that one. We also did, uh, who uh, are you more happy the Rangers won or the Diamondbacks? Uh, <laughs> Rangers and Diamondbacks won or the Astros and Phillies lost. I like this one. Uh, the haters are out in full force. Because <laughs> uh, right now, 68% of the audience uh, are happy that the Astros and Phillies lost. Is it too mean-spirited to say, more interesting series, Rangers, D-backs for the World Series or Astros Phillies for third place? I think we know the answer to that. You don't want to just get it on... Well, we can. We can put it on record if you'd like. It does feel mean-spirited. You are the court stenographer here, so you want to get everything on record. I do. Diamondbacks beat the Phillies and they advance to the World Series where they will be underdogs against the Rangers. Uh, the Nuggets got their rings. They got the ring inside of the ring, which is what I've been clamoring for for a couple of years now. They raised the banners and a banner, and they handled the Lakers. Uh, also, the Golden State Warriors lost at home to the Phoenix Suns. And uh, they had a tribute video to Kevin Durant. Marvin has been hot on this story that he thinks Kevin Durant should have his jersey retired by Golden State. And I go, what was he there, three years yeah, but what did he do in those three years? You're acting like it was Sean Livingston. <laughs> no disrespect, but like he was a really important player to I that know, team, know. but okay. he wasn't KD. What's it take to get your jersey retired nowadays? Finals MVP. That's it. So Andre Iguodala deserves to get his jersey retired. Without question. Okay. And he was a big part of those four championship teams also. Okay. Kevin Durant played 208 games <laughs> for the Warriors. And what a run. Okay. All right. My bar is a little bit higher when it comes to retiring a jersey. Oklahoma City wants to do that for KD. I'm okay with that. 
Golden but, State? But he was the best player on two championship teams. Mm. No, no, no. Steph no, allowed a, him. Steph allowed him to be the best player. He allowed who? Kevin Durant? Yes. No, he didn't allow. Yeah, he Kevin did. Durant got on the floor and he was the best player. Steph had to do what Dwayne Wade did in Miami with LeBron. He allowed him to come into his team. You know what? What? Wade and Steph, it was their franchise? They deferred. They were the team players. Steph was averaging 30 before Durant came in. Kevin Durant could average 50 if he oh, felt like it. Yeah. He's the greatest offensive player who's well, ever lived. Why didn't he average 50 in Brooklyn? <laughs> Because he's a team player. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, Durant is fascinating. He really is. He's unstoppable. He's the greatest offensive but, weapon who's ever lived. No, he's not. Ever. No. No. First of all, Will Chamberlain's the greatest offensive player of all time. He was playing against a white guy. His name. <laughs> why has it got to be a hey, white guy? And, and Bill Russell. <laughs> exactly. He, he had 55 rebounds on Wilt Cham- or on Bill Russell. And I meant to say, like, plumbers. Like, okay. six guys were at 6'5". Bill Russell was 6'7". He was down. Like, oh, you J.J. Redick now? What are you doing calling out the plumbers and mailmen who had second jobs so they could <laughs> keep the NBA alive? Erroneous. And Kareem is the greatest scorer of all time. He was unstoppable. No one could stop Kareem. The skyhook could not be stopped. Correct? Oh, you're right. Okay. But that makes him the most unstoppable offensive weapon of modern NBA. Well, who can stop Kevin Durant? Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Paul. How about this? Is it fair to say if the Warriors had not gotten over the top and not had a title and Kevin Durant showed up and was one of the guys who led him there, it would be viewed differently? Yes. But he wasn't. They had a title. Kevin Durant should have knocked off Golden State when he was at Oklahoma City. He didn't. He left. He, did, he knew he couldn't win a title with those guys, so he went to win a title with Golden State. Was he great? Absolutely. Like You can make the case that, that Kawhi Leonard going to Toronto for that short does period he of get time. A, does he get his jersey retired? Yes. Yeah. He more, may, maybe has more is, of a case. Is Fred Van Vliet going to get his number retired in Toronto? If you win a finals MVP, jersey's retired. I don't know anything about anything else. Paulie, look at finals MVPs, and let me see how many of those guys have their jersey retired. Checking. I can't be- <laughs> DP, I can't believe you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it feels like you got poor Jimmy Johnson can't get in the Cowboys ring of fame, ring of honor, and we're going to give Kevin Durant retire his jersey. That's ridiculous. That's even more ridiculous. I know. I know. Yes, Paulie. Andre Iguodala has it. Finals MVP for the okay, Golden State Cornbread Warriors. Maxwell, Cedric Cornbread Maxwell with the Celtics. Jersey retired? It is retired, yes. Should it be? Yes. No. Come on. Yes. No. Larry Bird scored eight points in an NBA Finals game. Chauncey, Cedric... Chauncey Billups for the Detroit Pistons, 2004 Finals MVP. Retires Should... Jersey, Marvin? Yes. Everyone you say, <laughs> the answer is going to be yes. So, All right. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> right. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> I'm going to take you out on the court and school you. Like Chauncey Billups yeah. did Gary Payton in yeah. the NBA Finals. Yeah. And he's got his jersey retired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take that. And that's a, oh, well, Chamberlain, he's the greatest. Mm. And Bob Cousy was the Houdini of the hardwood at that point. He was. And everything evolved. Yes. And now you have Kevin Durant. Now you have Victor Wimbayamba, who's Kevin Durant, probably on steroids. Why are you all fired up? This is, I, I'm just shocked. 
I'm shocked. I just I I I set the bar a little bit high. Like, what's it mean to get your jersey retired? Like, who should get their jersey retired? How long should you play for a team? That means you've had such an impact on the franchise and what you did. And maybe there might be guys that were just there for a long time. Do you think the Warriors could have won another title without Kevin Durant? <laughs> they did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that hurts his case. I didn't say he was the greatest player. Where I wasn't putting him up there with Michael Jordan or whatever, but... Mm, I don't know. Next, a, you're going to want a statue of him. Oh, I say stat, statue is <laughs> a whole different animal. <laughs> Should my sport coat be retired by ESPN? <laughs> And I'll say, oh, without question. Okay, but you're, but you're not Kevin. You, you didn't, you helped build that place. Yes, I did. You didn't get there, and you were like, oh, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, right, I did. I didn't go and join ESPN. Right, like, I helped make ESPN. Right. I could say, okay, in that the, the P in ESPN is for Patrick. Just letting you know. Yes, yes, Paul. It would be like Craig Kilborn coming to ESPN after you and Oberman built up Sports Center after Bob Lee Does and those Craig guys. Craig Kilborn get his uh, sport coat retired? Shorter run. Killed me. Hmm? Great run. Does he? Does he get his sport coat retired? Yeah. I don't know Craig Kilborn like that. Mm -hmm. I don't, okay. I don't even remember him on Sports Center to be okay. honest. He was very good. He was very talented. Okay. But he had a shorter run. I know you, I know Berman, I know Stuart Scott, Rich. Yeah, booyah. All right. Uh, Bob Lee. <laughs> Bob Lee deserves his sport coat retired. Yeah. They they should put it up there, you know, in the somewhere where they just have all of our sport coats there. But you guys have statues. We were just talking about a jersey retirement. Should I get a statue? Why not? <laughs> they don't have statues. Start building them, Bristol. <laughs> they have them. They should have Bob Lee... Chris Berman and Tom Mees together, and that should be the statue. And then you and Keith no, should be at a desk somewhere. No, and then no, Stu should have something. Uh, uh. I don't want. I don't want a statue. I don't want a building named after me. Um, you don't want it, but it's going to happen. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Posthumously, yeah. <laughs> when I'm dead, they're going to be like, "Oh man, we really loved him." Did you? Uh, maybe my wife and kids can show up. Now that'll be nice. Maybe they do a walk of fame there where I get to show up and put my hand. Print there, there's a star or something. Yes, Don. Did they ever consider calling the Sports Center Studios the Big Show Studios? I know how uh, no, 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 how no. sensitive they were to that. No, no, no. They weren't going to do that. All right, uh, let's see. We've covered a lot of ground today. A lot of topics. Oh, here's including the, opening a convenience store. Yes. How about that? Back in the back, we got uh, hot dog machines, Amazing. snow cones, maybe a popcorn machine on the way. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Michigan situation. It feels like there's more information that's come out. If they were cheating, were they videotaping? Did they have somebody who went to games and they had great, great seats? They were able to videotape the team that they were going to play eventually and then decipher some of the hand signals. Here's the thing that you have to understand according to my source. Given the timing sensitivity, this comes down to what the Big Ten commissioner is prepared to do, Tony Petiti. Under the NCAA, the commissioner of the Big Ten has, quote, exclusive authority to determine if sportsmanship violations have occurred and what the penalty would be. My source goes on to say the commissioner of the Big Ten has two options. He can penalize up to $10,000 and suspend two games without approval from the NCAA for anything beyond the commissioner's penalty would be reviewed by a committee of other Big Ten schools who would expect to find this uh, easy to agree with 
that the committee can uphold, deny, or reduce the penalty. I don't know if this commissioner is going to drop the hammer on Big Ten football and Michigan and uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, The timing of this, Michigan has Penn State, then Maryland, then Ohio State, if they qualify for the Big Ten championship. So, I mean, when does the Big Ten have enough evidence to be able to make a decision here? This could take a while. Now, the NCAA would take years. But it would certainly be complicated to announce a penalty during the Ohio State week or the Big Ten championship week. What if Michigan runs the table? Is there a cutoff date where they would rule on Michigan be inelig- being ineligible to play in the college football playoffs? So my source says it makes sense the Big Ten would make and announce a decision by November 18th. Beyond that would be nearly impossible to impose a significant penalty that has impact on this season. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, Paul. I can't imagine the Big Ten wants to push this and would much rather have this be kick the can to the offseason. It's not good for the league. It's not good for one of their premier teams. Um, my guess is that I don't think the Big Ten office has authority to stop Michigan from playing in anything. That'd be more of an NCAA thing. Okay, but what if Penn State, what if Ohio State, what if these other schools say, hey, you know, we want them investigated. I think the fan bases will say that. I don't know if the coaches and athletic directors, because it's almost like a club they're in. We try not to rat each other out for cheating because we're probably doing it too. Well, that's what I was wondering. I, I can see fan base. Like the Ohio State fan base is all in, and the media is all in, I'm sure, and other places. But I, I can't imagine uh, Ryan Day of Ohio State wants any part of um, waving. Well, you don't want to attach your name to it. It's like a manager told me, and and he was in the World Series, and they knew another pitcher was scuffing the ball, but he didn't want to call the pitcher on scuffing the ball because his pitcher was scuffing the ball. Everybody knew that this was going on with this pitcher when this manager was like, I didn't want them to turn their attention to my pitcher who might have been doctoring the baseball. Uh, Looks like Will Levis will get the start for the Titans coming up this weekend. Ryan Tannehill has a tender ankle. And Mike Brabel said both Will Levis and Malik Willis, this according to Ian Rappaport, uh, they would both play, but Levis is expected to be the primary quarterback. Who did the Titans play this weekend? We were wondering earlier uh, during the show, what direction are the Titans headed in? Because if Derrick Henry's not around for the long haul, you're not going to make the playoffs. Do you try to get something for Derrick Henry? You've already traded your best receiver, your best defensive back. Yeah, Pauline. The Falcons are at the Titans, then the Titans go to the Steelers, then mm. they go to the Buccaneers, they go to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to uh, Jason McCourty, former defensive back, and uh, right now an analyst with NFL Network. He'll join us coming up. There's still some tailgate moonshine. Not a lot left because you guys uh, cleared us out of the pumpkin spiced maple moonshine. But if you go to danpatrick.com, you can do it right now. Go there. All you have to do is there's a place that you just – Press, and uh, you'll be able to order the tailgate moonshine. Now, there are some places, some states, that don't allow alcohol to be shipped to that state. And, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. It's your state. It's state by state of if you order this, can you get that delivered to you? Uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Your phone calls we'll get to as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. 
Oh, tailgating every Sunday. Nobody Sundays the way Kings Hawaiian does because it's football, it's friends, it's family, and it's Kings Hawaiian. They always have the uh, uh, slider inspiration. How about chicken parmaroni sliders? So this always makes Todd smile. Excuse me? Yeah, kingshawaiian.com has the recipe. So you get chicken tenders, sliced pepperoni, then you have marinara sauce, the trifecta of mozzarella. Sounds incredible. Provolone and Parmesan cheeses. Finely chopped Italian parsley on King's Hawaiian pretzel buns. Oh, how awesome is that? Football Sundays are all about great food and fun and friends, family, and football. King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday. That's the only way to Sunday. You can go to the bakery or deli section of your local store and pick up those sweet, fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian rolls and ask about the originals, the sweet rolls, the slider buns, or the pretzel slider buns. King's Hawaiian. And make sure you enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. In case you missed the interview with Doc Rivers last hour, I thought it was really revealing. We'll bring back a portion where he talked about James Harden. When James Harden, uh, you know, he almost changed right in front of Doc Rivers, and it happened at the All-Star break when James Harden didn't make the All-Star team. And Doc Rivers said he thinks that James Harden wanted to go back to being James Harden when he got to put up all the points. He had a lot more to say about James Harden and also Ben Simmons. So we'll have a portion of that for you coming up. Also more of your phone calls as well. He is uh, Jason McCourty, won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, done a great job as an analyst for Good Morning Football. 
played in the NFL for 13 seasons. You can see him on Good Morning Football, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. Has your opinion of Kirk Cousins changed, Jason, after what we saw against the 49ers? We tend to react from week to week. How about you? I've always been a Kirk Cousins fan, and uh, I go I go to bat for him to the point where people keep saying, especially Minnesota fans, where it doesn't happen or they don't make the play at the end of the game. You think back of last year, they lose that playoff game to the Giants. You're just like, we got to get rid of Kirk Cousins. I'm like, and you're replacing him with who? And I think every time those things start to creep in, Kirk Cousins goes out there and he has a game like he had Monday night against the 49ers where he was just unbelievable. But going into that game, he led the NFL in touchdown passes. So it's not like he was just out there slouching or in some type of slump. And he did that without Justin Jefferson. So my opinion of Kirk Cousins has been the same. He can play. He hasn't won the big game, but he balls for them week in and week out. And then also uh, his sense of fashion is really poor. So that hasn't changed at all. <laughs> but it, but it, he should be an underdog story. It feels like when he got that guaranteed contract, people turned on him like, that's the guy who's going to get the first all-guaranteed contract? I mean, he's, a, what, a fourth-round draft pick? And he's done he's done a pretty good job in his career. No doubt about it. Think about it. He was drafted to be RG3's backup. Yeah. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's a starter in Washington. And as far as the guaranteed contracts, I, I look at it as, well, he – understood what the game was he understood the market he understood what his abilities to do and he had the leverage and he went out and did it and he continues to win when it comes to uh, comes, comes to contracts being franchised twice and getting a big deal from minnesota then signing again in minnesota and this upcoming offseason he'll be a free agent whether the vikings bring him back or he is the open market kirk cousins is going to be paid again so yeah. he'll be able to buy all the button-up dress shirts <laughs> and the whole nine uh that him and his wife julie put together uh kirk cousins has done it the right way all right give me the team that you know exactly who they are oh that's tough right now i mean going in i would have thought the 49ers and they lose back-to-back -back games the eagles you feel a certain way about if i had to pick one i would say Lee, but it's like at the same time just question marks with Jalen Hurts has thrown uh, eight interceptions. He's tied with Garoppolo leading the league right now, and that's not typical of what we've seen. We've seen up and down from the Cowboys. There really isn't a team right now that you're just like, I'm gung-ho, this is the number one team in the NFL. It's but changed. the Chiefs, it feels like, though, Jace. It just, we keep trying to anoint somebody MVP-wise or best team-wise, and it comes back Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. And they kind of fall under that LeBron James thing where their greatness and their level, we go to expect it so much that, to your point, we're waiting for the next team to say, all right, the 49ers were so good, they're going to be the team to beat. And to your point, Kansas City goes out there, they lose the first game of the season to the Lions without Travis Kelsey, without Chris Jones. Those two come back. They struggle offensively through a few weeks, and now they're right on stride of the Kelsey and Mahomes, that connection. So you're absolutely right. If you had to pick one team, you would save them. But it's like at the same time, they also feel beatable this year. But for whatever reason, they find a way in every single game uh, to just win those games, whether it's a close score, whether it's a blowout. Um, somehow they've just become the standard and they continue to do so. I don't know if you talk trash, but you probably had teammates who did. If you were facing uh, Travis Kelsey, would you bring up Taylor Swift? Oh, of course. And the, the crazy thing is having played against Kelsey a ton and attempting to talk trash and do all those things. 
I feel like he's well prepared. I mean, this is a guy that hosted Saturday Night Live. So you're going into the game and you're thinking of all the Taylor Swift things. You can say you may even bring Jason Kelsey into it. And I feel like he's well prepared. He's already gone through it. He already has his comebacks, his wit, and all mm. of that ready. But trying to stop Travis Kelsey, you pull out whatever it is you can. You go back and you watch documentaries. You may be trying to bring up Ed Kelsey, Donna Kelsey, the whole nine. You're trying to throw the whole kitchen sink at him because it felt like he had 25 catches and 200 yards in just the first half of the Chargers game this past weekend. Okay. I asked uh, Marcus Spears this yesterday. I'll ask you. You can have uh, Tyreek Hill or Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Or Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, I'm going with Tyreek Hill. I'm a I'm a small guy. I'm I'm all for speed. Um, Tyreek Hill leaves Kansas City, leaves Patrick Mahomes. He gets to Miami. He goes to is one of the most accurate passes I've ever been around. And you're like, all right, all right, Tyreek, we get it. Like he's your quarterback. You got to hype him up, and he's been absolutely fantastic in Miami. So I'm going Tyreek Hill, and that's no slight against Travis Kelsey. Obviously, this guy's like fine wine. He's getting better with age, but I think I'm going Tyreek Hill, especially because all the antics, you never know what you're going to get. Jason, well, sometimes that's good and bad. Jason McCourty, (laughs) NFL Network and former uh, Patriot, won a title there, works for Good Morning Football on NFL Network. Better tight end, Kelsey or Gronk? Oh, longevity has to come into play. I'm going with Travis Kelsey on that one. This guy is the same age as Gronk, and he is still doing it. And it's not like, all right, he's still playing. He's transitioning to a blocker or something like that. No, he's still doing it as the number one receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs, the guy that they're going and double-teaming and trying to stop week in and week out. He's still performing at a high level. Gronk, obviously, the better blocker, different styles. But if I had to just pick one, I'm going Travis Kelsey. Got any problem with the uh, the brotherly shove? What's the future of it? Mm, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Richard Sherman brought up a great point on field goal blocks as a defense. You're not allowed to stand behind those big linemen and push them, and they say that's for the health and safety of the player. So what's the difference offensively? Great point, but I don't know. There's just something fun about the play, something fun about the fact that every other team is trying to do it. We watch Minnesota do it Monday night. Fred Warner jumps over the offensive lineman and tackles Kirk Cousins, which was kind of a la Troy Palomalu who did it while I was standing on the sidelines for the Titans. He jumped over and grabbed Kerry Collins. There's something about a play that nobody can stop that makes it a lot of fun. And you don't want the, the rules committee to come and then put a stop to it. So especially Nick Sirianni, we, we call him like a walking emoji on Good Morning Football. And the way he talks about it, how <laughs> proud he is about it. I love that fact. So I'm hoping the play stays in. But I'm also hoping that somebody comes along and finds a way to stop it and Philly goes in the game and goes 0 for 3 on 4th and 1 trying to run that play. Did you ever tackle Derrick Henry? No. I was teammates with him his rookie year. And then in Tennessee, we played when I moved to New England, we played him once, and I never got one-on-one with him. And um, I was very happy about that. Were you avoiding never, him? Is that what you were doing? Oh, well, by the time that was that was year eleven in the league, so by that time you learn how to make those business decisions. <laughs> so you, you stick on the receiver a little bit longer. I remember his first team meeting. He comes into the to the meeting room, and myself and a safety, Damian Stafford, are sitting next to each other. And Derek is already sitting when we walk in the meeting room. And rookies know you're supposed to stand until the vets come in. So he taps on me like, "Hey, rookie, you're in my seat." And Derek stands up, and both of us just look up at the sky. And Damien was like, hey, man, if I knew you were that big, I would just let you take the seat, and I would have found somewhere else to sit. 
So it's, it's crazy impressive, his stature and uh, how he's built up as a running back. Okay, what are the Titans doing? They've traded away their best receiver, the best defensive back. You're, looks like you're moving forward with a, a, another quarterback in the draft here. Do you think they should, will trade Derrick Henry? I think if they can, I think they will trade Derrick Henry. I think it's a matter of what contender, possibly somebody like maybe a Buffalo Bills, who obviously they have James Cook, who's more of a scat bat um, speed. Maybe you add a Derrick Henry. I think if they can get what they feel they deserve for Derrick Henry, I think they would trade him. I think Ryan Tannehill would be on the trading block if he was healthy. I think mm. right now I remember talking to Rand Carthon in the summer, and he said building a roster is kind of like renovating. You're not just rebuilding everything or resetting or starting over. You're keeping some of your antique, some of your really valuable pieces, which are also trying to add some of those pieces as well. I think as the season has progressed, Tennessee hasn't had as much success as they want, and somebody like a Kevin Byard became available for Philly, and it's like, why not go out and make that trade? And Byard's a guy they called a mayor in Tennessee, a guy that has built bricks in that building, has been outstanding as a player and a man off the field. So I think he brings a lot to Philly, and Derek fits in that same boat. I think he could be on his way out. They can find a trade partner as well. Great stuff, Jason, as always. We appreciate your time. Enjoy you on uh, Good Morning Football with the crew there. Thanks, thanks again for stopping by. I oh, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Nice to be with a legend. Jason, <laughs> whoa. Oh, did you guys think he was talking about you guys? Yeah. Oh, I think he was talking about me. I nice to was. be with legends. Oh, is that, I thought. but I am legend. <laughs> oh, plural? Oh, man, maybe not. I am legends. <laughs> Jason McCourty, NFL Network. Good morning, football. Obviously, he knows talent. <laughs> uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh Let's see. Uh, Joe in Texas. Hi, Joe. Thanks for holding. What is on your mind today? Good morning, Jeff. Dan. I was calling to about earlier. Y'all talking about naming boats. Yeah, it's uh, considered um, bad luck not to name your boat. Oh. And uh, according to my cousin, who's uh, his son's a photo pirate, all commercial vehicles must be named. A photo pirate is the Coast Guard. Oh. The okay, but I have a pontoon boat that's on a lake. Do I need to name my boat? Now, that I don't know about recreational. Okay. That, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But I do know that they say it's bad luck if you don't name it. Okay. But I don't even know where I can put the name on a pontoon boat. Right. There's no, like, back wall, really. No. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check where I could put it. Like a big, how about a big, like, fly, like a big uh, thing on top? Like a banner? Yeah. Like a huge banner. Well. Ostentation? I, I don't want to be noticed. I mean, I just, it's a pontoon boat. Just want to kind of chug around, do some fishing. Uh, let's see. Andrea in Texas. Hi, Andrea. Well, good morning, boys. How are you? Great. I am 5'8", and there's no way I'm telling you my weight. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'm from Lubbock, Texas, which is the home of Buddy Holly and Mac Davis, and also Texas Tech University. Uh, Zach Thomas, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Young, which is why I'm calling today. I've got a baseball question and possibly two comments, if you'll allow me. Okay, Andrea. Uh, the question is regarding with the Texas Rangers. Uh, I have noticed uh, that whenever the catcher and the pitcher have a powwow or whatever they call it up on the mound, and sometimes the manager will come out and talk with them. 
but Josh will always join them. But it's never the first baseman or Simeon or Seeger. No, no one else. It's always Josh. And is that a rule? Is that just something that they've established? Uh, he's never told to go away. Uh, why is he included? Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure, but I'll try to get some of my best people on that. Uh, kind of a random question there. We're Andrew. all over it. Yeah. We're all about left turns, but that... That's a left turn and then a left turn and a left turn, and we went just around in a circle, and here we are going to take a break. What, Marvin? There's Rangers fans, though. Yes. All right. Yeah, there are. Uh, well, I'll bring back uh, what Doc Rivers had to say about James Harden and Ben Simmons. Uh, also, we'll uh, play Know Your Diamondbacks. We'll try to do that as well this day in sports history. we got a lot of things to get to after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz. It's so smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle, all electric, feeling, all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE dash.
SUV. I've known Doc Rivers since he was a player. He was in Philadelphia, and he got let go. And uh, his relationship with James Harden was certainly interesting. James played really well first half of the season, didn't make the All-Star team, and Doc joined us last hour and was talking about that. Um, and I asked him, his, if a GM called Doc Rivers right now and asked him about his opinion on James Harden, what would he say? And this is his response. He went playing right. And if you watch, I tell everyone, go back to the first half of last year yeah. where, where he gave himself to the team. Then we were the best team in the NBA for a, a 10, 20 game stretch. And it was, you know, obviously we have Joel and Tyrese and Tobias, but we were because James was being a point guard. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, a coach called me and said, I never thought anyone could get him to do that. And he did, you know, for short term. So that's what I would tell them. And if you can keep him in that and, and not, want to chase numbers or, or want to score, the thirst of scoring, um, then you you have a terrific player. Yeah, but, but what changed, can. though, Doc? What changed? He was playing perfectly, I thought, for you guys. Yeah, he really was. I, I would say not making the All-Star team really bothered him. Um, and I thought that that was egregious. You know, the coaches just didn't put him on. You know, he was only leading the league in scoring or in assists. Um, he was having his best three-point percentage shooting uh, year of his career. He was averaging plus 20, and the coaches didn't put him on the all-star team. And he would never say this, but in my my gut, I thought it changed almost immediately. Remember about a game or two after that, he called me and said, hey, I want to start coming and playing with the second unit more. Um, and I know exactly what that means. Uh, more shots more shots. I want to go back to attacking and playing. And, you know, we had our ups and downs from that point on. I had not heard that. He kind of summed up the relationship in 90 seconds or so. I then asked Doc Rivers on who was more frustrating to coach, Ben Simmons or James Harden. I would say maybe James only because James can't. You know, like when he did, we were great. Ben was frustrated in a whole different way, you know, um, you know, just the mental part, the health part, um, the injury part, um, you know, just the work ethic part. I mean, all those things. And so that was a different type of frustration. I didn't, I didn't have the frustration when Ben thinking if Ben did this, we can win it, but I surely had that with James. And so because I'm in it to win it, I think maybe that would be more frustrating for you. That's pretty powerful. It was frustrating to coach James because he knew that he can. And by saying that, he knows that Ben Simmons can't. This in from Bleacher Report. Uh, James Harden returned to Philly last night with his bags packed to join the team on the road. The Sixers have now asked him not to travel with the team. That's per Shams. I'm assuming he's going to be traded. I don't know if they're going to get what they want from the Clippers, but it, you know, or maybe it's discipline. I don't know. Not sure. With Harden, I'm never quite sure. But the fact he didn't make the All-Star team, and he was playing great basketball, playing the perfect basketball the Sixers needed, and then he didn't make the All-Star team and decided that he wanted to go back being the old Doc, 
or uh, old James Harden. Uh, let's see. This day in sports history, Paulie. Got a few. 1947, Army football was defeated by Columbia by one point. The team had gone unbeaten for three seasons, almost four seasons. They had two national titles. Let's see. Uh, 87, Minnesota Twins defeated St. Louis for the first World Series to include indoor games. First championship for the Twins. Jerry Rice had his uh, caught a pass in game number 184 consecutive. Mm. Crazy record. He also has 17,000 career receiving yards. And my favorite, the Hammer. Commissioner David Stern in 2000 announced that the Minnesota Timberwolves would forfeit their first five, next five, first-round draft picks for violation to sell the salary cap. Five first-round picks. It was on this day, on this night, that Bill Buckner had the ball go through his legs, and that was game six. The Mets did not win the World Series that night. They had to wait a couple of days. There were a couple of uh, rainouts, and then they won with game seven. But uh, Billy Buckner, rest in peace. He was a borderline Hall of Famer and a wonderful person. And I got a chance to spend time with him that uh, following uh, winter when he had the air. I went up and visited him, spent some time with him, did a conversation with him for Sports Center, And um, he had a rough go of it. Those fans roughed him up in uh, Boston. He ended up moving to Star, Idaho. And uh, got to stay in touch with him periodically uh, before he died. All right, uh, let me see. Uh, Seton, what's the final results of the poll question? More interesting series, Dan. Rangers, uh, D-backs, World Series, or Astros, Phillies for mean third place? Mean-spirited. Mean-spirited. Yeah, we're getting pushback now from baseball fans. Are you serious with this poll question? <laughs> Nobody even cares about third place. Uh, so 57%, though, say uh, the World Series would be more interesting than third place. 57%. Okay, all right, all right. All it's a little right. closer than it should be, really. All right. Just relax, have a little bit of fun. That's not possible on the internet, Dan. Scott in Scottsdale. Hey, Scott. Hi, Dan. I'll preface this by saying I love Fritzy. Oh, no. uh, That (laughs) that cringeworthy rendition of that song. uh, Okay. We're riding a wave out here in the desert, and we haven't seen a lot of success in sports in general. So I would really like to tamper that down a bit so that we can possibly not jinx what we were hoping for. Um, that, that, that was just a little off. So going forward, Fritzy, do me a favor, brother. Please, please just leave, leave Arizona out of your mouth for about a week or 10 days. Okay. All right. Is that possible, Tom? That seems fair. It seems like a fair request. Tyler in Michigan. Hi, Tyler. What's on your mind? Well, I mean, I couldn't echo the sentiments of Scott anymore. Um, I called in to talk about the pontoon issue, but that thing that Scott did, or that Todd did was uh, most tough. Anywho, um, I have the official pontoon of Craftenburg State, my actual boat's name, pontoon up in a lake, northern Michigan, breaking wind. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. That's on brand. We appreciate that. <laughs> By the way, order the moonshine. It's available not much longer, and you can go to danpatrick.com and get the uh, final bottles of pumpkin-spiced maple moonshine. Then we'll turn our attention to uh, the winter. We have another uh, moonshine that will be coming out probably uh, close to December. And you'll find out everything uh, if you sign up for the newsletter, danpatrick.com. Let's go around the room, what we learned on the program. Todd, what did you learn today? Jason McCourty believes if they can, the Titans would trade Derrick Henry, and that goes for Ryan Tannehill as well. Seton O'Connor. Doc Rivers' voice is going to be like that.
Yes, it is. He said the rest of his life. Marvin. You don't think Kevin Durant's number should be retired mm, in Golden State? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, yes, Paulie. What'd you learn? James Harden can. Ben Simmons can't. If you like using debit over credit, then it's time to get rewarded, and you can discover cashback debit checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Have a great day, everybody. We look forward to trying to entertain you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show and Fritzy. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.